following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson Hello, Michigan. Welcome to the Huge Show on a Wednesday afternoon. Rainy day for a lot of you around the Mitten State. You might have figured out already, I am not, in fact, the huge one, Bill Simonson, even though I am bigger than him. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him I said that. This is Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and the Detroit Lions Podcast. I am running the Huge Show today and tomorrow uh, while Bill gets some much-needed R&R. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, it's an eventful time in the world. We have Detroit Lions training camp going on. And we're going to talk to Mike Payton from A to Z Sports uh, about the things that are going on with the Lions. And we uh, also are going to be talking about the Jim Harbaugh situation a lot today. Uh, if you haven't heard already, Jim Harbaugh is being suspended. Uh, it sounds like four games, although I don't believe that anything's done on that. We're going to get some intel from a couple of different folks uh, uh, from the Michigan point of view on that, uh, including we're going to have uh, Anthony Broom from the On3 Network and w- the Wolverine coming up very shortly. Uh, he's going to join us by phone and we're going to talk about some of that. But uh, there's a lot going on in the football world, which is my world. I'm happy the football's firing back up. Uh, I have not been to Allen Park yet, so I am chomping at the bit to get over there chomping at the bit to fire off some of these takes about uh, what's going on with the Lions, with their injuries, with their non-injuries, scares, um, what's going on with the rookies and all that. So we are going to get to a lot of that over the next couple of days, uh, including today. Uh, But uh, I I would be remiss. Those of you who are familiar with me, you know that I went to college initially to be a TV weatherman. And there's weather events going on today. Uh, in fact, we are uh, live here in Grand Rapids. We are under a severe storm warning until 4 o'clock this afternoon. That storm is moving east-southeast. Uh, earlier as I was driving into the studio today, I know I know Muskegon area got hit pretty hard. And I know that the, the area down uh, by Stevensville uh, and St. Joe, that area also got hit. Uh, please take caution if you're driving on the roadways because there were people here in Grand Rapids on Interstate 196 today that were not... And it delayed my entry. Uh, normally, a 20, 25-minute drive took about 50 today because people don't know how to drive in the rain. Slow down. Keep your lights on. And don't be the guy that doesn't turn your windshield wipers on because you think you're tough. Oh, I can see through. How long can I How long can I go without one? Wipe your stinking windows, folks. They're there for your safety. Be smart and stay off your phones. With that... I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get to Anthony Broom. I believe uh, producer Brett Hayes has let me know that Anthony Broom is on the phone now, so we're going to jump to Anthony here. Anthony, thanks for joining us. 
Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an eventful time. It's Big Ten Media Days, and you're probably not getting a lot of other Big Ten other than what's going on with the Michigan Wolverines and their head coach, Jim Harbaugh. And the uh, it sounds like it's official now, four-game suspension, or is that still something that's up in the air? Yeah, things are still very much up in the air with that. Uh, I think that, uh, well, this is more of an opinion, so I will say that. I, I think it was very deliberately leaked ahead of Big Ten Media Days um, by someone on the NCAA side of things, uh, maybe to, I don't know if the move was to apply pressure or what it was, or just to give a sense of what he might actually be facing, but... Uh, my sense is that things are not done yet, and uh, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan camp was kind of blindsided by the not by the fact that there could be punishment coming, but the fact that it did drop this week and what's on the table. And uh, I think some feathers are ruffled because of that. So uh, Harbaugh and the Michigan contingent will be in Indy on Thursday. I am sure it will come up. I'm sure it will be. Uh, no, not, not at not, all. <laughs> not not to use not to use a pun, but I'm sure it will be a nothing burger in terms of what he's allowed <laughs> to say and what he will answer about it. But uh, yeah, it is on the table, and and I, that right now I would say is the story of, of Big Ten Media Days as we uh, as our squad kind of arrives here in Indy uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm with you on that. I think that there's no accident that this happened when it did. When the news broke uh, last night, actually, um, I was driving in the car and uh, got a couple of texts. I'm like, what's going on with Michigan? I'm like, I don't know. Um, so I thought I would talk to smarter people than me that do know. So can you lay out real quickly what the nature of the the rules that were broken were and then the uh, apparent cover-up, which has led to the bigger sanctions? Yeah, so the crux of it comes down to three things. One is, and all of this goes back to, um, you know, recruiting during COVID dead periods. And and when things were super uncertain with what the rules were, what was allowed, what wasn't allowed, uh, the fact of the matter was is that um, there were a couple of committed recruits that stopped in town uh, to visit campus and uh, on a whim, by the way. And apparently they went out for, went to the old brown jug for, for burgers with Jim Harbaugh and Harbaugh has more or less, I don't know if lying is the word, but uh, not fully cooperated says that he, he doesn't recall specific events, things like that. So that is, um, that is the big one right now. That's the one that has been, you know, memeified and everyone's talking about on social media. Uh, there was also an incident where an analyst was participating in on-field coaching, uh, which was a no, no at the time. And then also, uh, accusations of watching watching recruits uh, do workouts on Zoom. So, uh, and my understanding is it was something as silly as you know just watching them do push-ups during the Zoom or on Zoom during the pandemic. So, um, yeah, these, these are those, these are pretty mundane rules that were you know COVID was a weird time for everything, but including the college recruiting world, there there was there were things that were not permitted that seem really really strange from the outside. Yeah, and and all of those things—the burgers, uh, the push-ups, the on-field stuff—those are what the NCAA would consider Grade Two violations, which are pretty. I mean, essentially, it leads to a slap on the wrist. What is, you know, the the biggest point of contention right now is that, you know, if you are a coach found to be either lying to the NCAA, misleading the NCAA, or just you know a good old-fashioned case of insubordination, telling them to pound sand. Uh, that is considered a grade one violation, and you could be suspended for up to six games because of that. So uh, we know that the four is on the table. We know that you know both 
Harbaugh's side and the NCAA have kind of been working towards a resolution. But, you know, the sticking point is that, um, you know, Harbaugh will not admit to any wrongdoing or, or knowledge of any wrongdoing. So that is where we're at right now. Uh, like I said earlier, I think that this announcement coming out when he did, uh, when it did was kind of a pressure point. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But, uh, you know, as of now, uh, I think it, it seems like this is where things are heading. Uh, I could see maybe a game or two being knocked off, but uh, there will be some sort of suspension coming. Yeah, and so the first three games, oh, look, Michigan's schedule, uh, I, I just looked at it. I'm shocked that uh, they're they're not a MAC team playing this schedule. It's it's pretty easy going on the early season. Uh, you do get that, that fourth game is the Big Ten opener, and I imagine that the negotiations will try to get Harbaugh back for that one. Um, just, just a little bit. Now there are other, there are assistant coaches that are also involved, um, catching strays on this as well. Um, is do you think that they're going to be able to negotiate out of that, or, or is that something that that's also going to you know, be collateral damage there? Yeah, honestly, I'm not really sure. I think that anything and everything is still on the table. Uh, of course, like I said before, there are. There are lawyers involved and things can kind of get messy with uh, the legal process when it comes to those types of things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in a scenario where you, know, you don't have Jim Harbaugh week one, you don't have Sharon Moore week one, that's your head coach and your offensive coordinator. And I know that these games on paper are layups. And, and to be quite frank with you, I mean, with the talent that's on Michigan's roster, they should still be layups. But yeah. you know, that's a pretty big shock to the system, uh, you know, that early in the season when you're working on developing an identity and kind of forming that callus that carries you through the rest of the year. So, yeah, I mean, I can see if this suspension holds up and it's four games for Jim Harbaugh, I would still expect them to start 4-0 given who they play. But, you know, you, you wonder, and also my understanding is that these, these are game suspensions. These are not weak suspensions. So uh, it would be, you know, Harbaugh and these assistant coaches who might be wrapped up in it too, would be able to be with the team during game weeks and, and things like that. So, again, um, so that that's an important distinction right there. So they're just going to be sitting out these Saturday games and not they're going to be able to coach during practice, do do game preparation, and they're just not going to be able to be physically present during on the sidelines during the games. That is my understanding uh, as of now. So again, maybe things could change, but you know, where we stand today on you know, Wednesday, July twenty sixth. These are game suspensions that are on the table, not month-long suspensions or things like that. Talking with Anthony Broom from uh, the On3 Network and the Wolverine uh, about the Jim Harbaugh suspension that's coming for some uh, recruiting violations and the the cover-up. And uh, the cover-up is always worse than the crime. The NCAA certainly believes in that. Uh, one of the questions that I had for you is who will be filling in for Jim Harbaugh and uh, also potentially Sharon Moore uh, while they're suspended? That is uh, that is the several million dollar question. <laughs> both. Um, you know, as of you know, as of right now, um, I have to say, you know, if both of those guys are out, you're looking at maybe Mike Hart, uh, maybe defensive coordinator Jesse Minter, Steve Klingscale. Um, you know, those are guys. You know, the, the first names that, that pop into my head: uh, Jay Harbaugh, his son, special teams coordinator. So the a couple uh, more has said, or I'm sorry, Harbaugh has said a few times this off season that uh, he feels like he has a staff full of you know future head coaches and you're about to test that test now i guess so we'll, we'll see what it winds up being yeah so in a way it's a chance for them to see what they've got and what sort of talent they have um to to potentially if harbaugh ever leaves and the rumors will always be coming up that they that he's going to leave and that's that leads me to the, this question is 
this is another weirdness that goes on with Jim Harbaugh, and it, it, it seems like it never stops. Um, how comfortable is Michigan continuing this? I don't want to call it a clown show because it's not that, but it, there's always something going on. You know, the whole, you know, Donald Duck, there's always something. There's always something going on with Harbaugh. Is this testing the organizational constraints and limits of that? Um, is it going to be something that maybe keeps him from getting more money and that would be something that pushes him out? I'm, I'm, I'm spinning it very forward here, but I wonder what's where's the end game for Harbaugh with this? Uh, that's a great question. I would say that uh, yeah, there's that's always the NFL stuff is always going to be a consideration, right? I mean, he got on a plane a couple of years ago and went to Minnesota. He uh, you know, there's been contact with NFL teams while he's been at Michigan. Uh, you know, in a scenario where maybe Michigan uses this to hold over his head while they're still in contract negotiations, maybe that's something that pushes him out. But you know, from a Michigan perspective, I mean, you can deal with a lot of the extracurricular stuff if you are winning Big Ten titles and going to the college football playoff. And uh, if he stops doing that and these things continue, it, it gets tougher to kind of continue to deal with it. But you know, in the here and now, you know, regardless of all the off-field storylines. Uh, this program is in as good a place from a health perspective as it has been. So yeah. we'll see what happens. They, they have a very good team. Um, my college football consumption, I come at it from the NFL draft sort of things, and I will tell you that there's a lot more interest from that angle in what's going on in Michigan now than there has been in some time. Uh, and that generally portends pretty well for a program. Uh, I still expect them to at least be in the in the Big Ten championship game or have the, the game – with the Buckeyes be the the one that decides that, and that's that's obviously a, a great statement for where this program's at. Um, any any consideration that they might fall short of that that this that this would be any sort of distraction that would hurt from that 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 goal of the season. I don't really think so. I think this group has really good yeah. upperclassmen leadership. I think they have a you know a, they they have an edge to them. I see them kind of using this as a rallying cry. Honestly. Uh, you know, the Ohio State game, I mean, I know that they are, you know, Ohio State, you look at all the, the you know, the PFF NFL draft list, and, and, you know, they've got the bulk of the prospects. I think they probably double the top 100 guys that Michigan has, but there's just something about what Michigan has had up front on both sides of the ball that I would still kind of give them the edge there. So, you know, it's going to be a coin flip, but, you know, I like Michigan's chances to kind of make that three in a row. I, I wouldn't argue with you on that. One one quick question, since I am the the draft Nick, and uh, I have to have to ask uh, JJ McCarthy. Uh, I think he's got first round potential if he shows some some development, a little bit better decision making, and quicker trigger on on those decisions. Um, what's the buzz around him entering uh, Big Ten Media Days, anyways? Yeah, I think that I expect him to take another step forward. I'm with you. I think he does have that first round toolkit, so to speak. And, and we know like it's not always about college project or college production. I mean, you know that it's Absolutely. a great based league. Um, you know, I think he can make all the throws. He kind he you know he fits that hybrid as you know a guy that can make plays with his legs. Uh, obviously, has the big arm, and you no, know, he's got he's got it between his ears too. And that's maybe the most important trait of all. Um, you know, I think when you take a when you take a quarterback in the first round, you're looking for a guy that not only has the elite skill set, but also can kind of be, you know, carry the program, carry the franchise on your shoulders. And um, there's been a lot laid at his feet the last couple of years, and, and every cha- every challenge that's been thrown his way, I think for the most part, maybe aside from finding a way to get that win in the TCU game, 
he's answered every call. So I, I think, again, it's going to be tough for him to kind of get in that Caleb Williams, Drake May tier this year. Maybe he waits it out to 2024 when he might be one of the lead guys. But I do think whenever he comes out, he will be a first-round pick. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine and the On3 Network talking with us, talking about Big Ten Media Days, um, which in our part means that we're talking about Jim Harbaugh and everything that's going on with him, with the NCAA suspension. Um, is there any – one last question for you here before I let you go and uh, and head down to Indianapolis and, and get your talking points ready to talk with the players and deal with all their NIL discussions. Uh, I, I, so I, I listened to some of the ACC Media Days today, and every single player – it's basically them earning their NIL. So uh, I would expect that that's going to be what's the case with the players down in, in Indianapolis, too. Um, NCAA is obviously a, a hypocritical, um, self-serving body at best. Is this, is this going to be any stress from the rest of the Big Ten looking at, at, at what's going on with Michigan? Um, and Michigan's probably not going to be the only program that gets hit with this, but because of Harbaugh and covering it up or selective memory, they're going to get it worse. Is there going to be any more pressure to make the NCAA any more functional of a body out of this? Because uh, right now, I, I will tell you, I, when I'm down in Indianapolis for the Combine, I drive by the NCAA headquarters down there, and I every time I will lob things onto their lawn just as a, a form of silent protest. <laughs> um, I, 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 can't stand the, I can't stand the NCAA. I, I hate the way that they are supposedly the overseeing body for college sports and don't do it. Is this going to be any, any, any blowback on them at all from this? Uh, I mean, I think when you look at the the opinions and the takes from you know the non-rival fan bases, the NCAA is pretty you know pretty pretty overly getting roasted on this whole bur- you know being coined Burger Gate thing. <laughs> um, you know, I've 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 likened them to mall cops of late. I mean, they don't even <laughs> love it. <laughs> champ- they don't even present the championship trophy. I mean, the college football playoff and the bowl system is in charge of all that. So um, for me, I mean, now at the same time, you know, you can't be insubordinate because they are still the governing body um, you know, of intercollegiate athletics. So there's, there's a price to pay for that. But uh, it can also be true that they're nerds that don't really deserve to be respected either, quite frankly. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. They, they are annoying. I think that at some point, at least in terms of college football, uh, their involvement in everything will be obsolete. Uh, it's, it's more of a matter of when, not if at this point. Totally agree with you on that point, and and it can't come soon enough for for my my taste, and probably not for anybody in Michigan at this point. Um, and to your point, you, you talked about the opposing fan bases. Uh, I, I was on the radio in Columbus yesterday morning, and one of the things that they they talked about this was before the scandal broke was you know how useless the NCAA is in terms of being a a cudgel against certain programs and promoting their own interests and other things. And uh, it's clear that you know even when, when the people in Columbus are turning against the NCAA and, and will side with Jim Harbaugh. And from what I've seen, that they, they are siding. Like, yeah, it's nice that the guy up, up north, the goofball, is, is getting in trouble. But, you know, we, we've been guilty of some things down there, too. And, you know, they, they, they understand that. And I, I do think that that will help lead to the end of the NCAA, uh, at least overseeing football. We can, we can all hope for that, can't we? Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, from, from your lips to the, the ears of the football guy. <laughs> Anthony Broom joins us. Thanks so much for all, all the information. Enjoy media days and enjoy uh, some banal questions over the next couple of days. <laughs> of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right. We're going to hit to a break now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have good friend, fellow Hollander, Mike Payton 
from A to Z Sports. Uh, he is their Lions beat writer, and he's going to join us, and we're going to talk about some Lions football, what's going on over in Allen Park, what's uh, happening with Denzel Mims, the new acquisition and everything. And uh, when we get back, Mike Payton. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. No, this is not a replay of Break Into Electric Boogaloo, though it sounds that way. This is The Huge Show. I'm Jeff Risen, sitting in for Bill today and tomorrow. And uh, you know what? Let's just get right to him. Um, I am very excited to have this this next gentleman on. Fellow Holland resident, fellow Lions analyst, writer, conspirator, former co-worker of mine at a couple of different outlets. 
Uh, Mike Payton is joining us. Uh, Mike has a new gig, and uh, Mike, that that thank you. First off, thanks you for joining us. But uh, I also want I want you to talk about your new gig and where you're writing for now. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm always uh, happy when we get to talk with each other. Um, I am at A to Z Sports now. Uh, we are kind of a newer outlet that is uh, affiliated with Sports Illustrated. Uh, I'm going to be their Lions beat writer slash division editor, so I'll be overseeing the NFC North and the AFC South, which are two polar opposite divisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from from covering the Houston Texans for a few years, I can tell you that's 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 a very interesting dichotomy you got working there. But uh, congratulations on the new gig. I'm very happy for you. Uh, you you work very hard. You put a lot of time in. I know you know your stuff, so uh, that that's why you're on the show today. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate hearing that. Yeah, so uh, let, let's get talking a little, little bit of Lions. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Lions yet because we've been talking Harbaugh, but uh, I'm ready for this. Uh, f- first off, Denzel Mims in town, in Detroit. Your quick thoughts on the trade that brought him here and what he might offer for for this offense. Well, as far as the trade goes, I mean, it's it's a it's really a win-win type situation. Like it's a conditional six-round pick that they sent to the Jets. The condition is that Mims has to make the 53-man roster. If he doesn't make it, then you know it's no sweat. If if he does, well, then it's a six-round pick. It's not really that much of a loss. Plus, they get a seventh-round pick from the Jets back to make up for that a little bit. So. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great trade. Brad Holmes did a good job with that. As far as the player, you know, it it still needs to be seen with him. He's he was he was a big coming out in uh, in 2020. Thought he was going to be one of the better receivers taken out of that draft. I mean, he's, he's got everything that you want. Six foot three, runs a four three eight forty, has great jumping ability. Just it just hasn't worked out with the New York Jets, and I don't know if that's because he had four different quarterbacks when he was there, and, and multiple OCs, and and everything. You know, the Jets are just constantly uh, uh, just drama personified. So I don't I don't know if, I, if all that has to do with uh, Mims not playing well, but so far in camp, the, the word has been good. Yeah, it sounds like he's he's making some plays down the field, and, and you know when he came out of Baylor, he was one of those guys like it's a it's a weird college offense. Everything is schemed. Uh, he's one of those guys. That's the system where if you're not the intended receiver on the play, you don't you don't actually move. You just stand there at the line of scrimmage, uh, and that's that, that. There's a lot of weirdness going on with him. Um, so I know I know it's very early, but uh, I, I got to ask: Do you th- do you think he's going to make the team? Yeah, I think I think he will. Um, you know, it's just really also. I, I think the Lions. You know, last year they took in five receivers at the beginning of the season. I think they would have done something similar, or maybe six this year if Jameson Williams wouldn't got suspended. But I think that when when you break it down, he he's going to be able to beat out Antoine Green and Tom Kennedy and some of the other guys that he has to go up against. Uh, I know Antoine Green did, has been getting some higher team reps. He did today, at least. Yeah, uh, I, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to to get him past Mims. I, I think Mims has just got it at this point. I hadn't even thought about Tom Kennedy. Right off, Tom Kennedy at your peril, folks. <laughs> how, how long have we been dealing with him? <laughs> oh, he's not going anywhere. He's, I, sometimes I think Jace Billingsley is still on this team. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had the smallest legs of any human I've ever seen. Like normal yeah. sized human. It was weird. <laughs> Talking with Mike Payton about, from A to Z Sports about the Lions and. Apparently short, short inseams. Um, 
So, so let's get on. One of the things that came out this week uh, was the pursuit of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, we thought maybe it was dead after they had made him an offer and didn't accept it earlier. He was in Detroit on, I believe it was Monday, and Dan Campbell talked about it, said he's all for getting Teddy Bridgewater. Um, where do you think they're going with that whole situation there? I think it's, you know, I think that Teddy Bridgewater is, is the ultimate insurance policy for a team that is thinks that it can do big things. I, I, I mean, that's, that's what I, that's what I see when I see this team working out Teddy Bridgewater. I see them thinking maybe we can make a run at this thing. And if God forbid, Jared Goff is, it, it gets hurt. Teddy Bridgewater is the guy that can come in and help you win some games. He's proven that over the years. I mean, that year with the Saints a couple years ago where they just kept on winning with Teddy, like you know, he, he's not the type of player that there's a huge drop-off with. Obviously, he's not going to bring you what Goff can bring you in the starting lineup, but he can manage a game and he can get you there without you know the stadium blowing up or anybody, <laughs> you know, or something bad happening. It's, so I, I think that, I think it's a confidence move. I, I think that they are all about the idea that they can they can make a run for it, and that's why you go out and get a premium backup like Bridgewater. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that we should note is that the Saints team that you alluded to, Dan Campbell was coaching on that team at that time, and that certainly shows you know where the trust level comes with Teddy. Uh, when we go and we look at, at the Dan Campbell press conference, and he talked about they do have a backup quarterback that they did bring back this offseason in Nate Sudfeld. And they also have Hendon Hooker, who they drafted in the third round, who probably isn't going to be ready for the start of the season. But uh, in terms of, like, they just signed Nate Sudfeld back. And Dan Campbell made it pretty clear in his press conference, or at least my interpretation of it was, was that they're upfront with Sudfeld about this. You know, like, hey, we think that Teddy might be better than you, or at least going to give him a chance to prove that he is. And I, I think that's such a, a radical departure from the the shadiness that goes on. And uh, did you did you pick up on that too? That like it's it's not necessarily a, 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 a they're not downplaying Sudfeld. It's it's more like they're trying to make him prove that he's is in fact better than that. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely appreciate that. And and it's I mean it's clear that it's it's saying that you know hey we're not just going to drop you when we bring somebody else in. You're going to have an opportunity to fight for your job. And maybe in the end of the day, you could you'll you'll get it. But uh, you know, no no disrespect to Nate. I just I just if they bring in Bridgewater, I I, I just don't see it <laughs> for for Nate Sudfeld, especially with Hendon Hooker possibly, you know, being a part of that fifty three man roster as well, which kind of sounds like he's going to be at this point. Yeah. Uh, instead of you know starting on the the pop or the NFI or what have you, but yeah, I think that uh, you know Sudfeld. Is going to put up a hell of a fight, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's Bridgewater and, and Hooker who is going to be backing up golf. If, if Bridgewater comes in, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I think he beats out Sudfeld fairly. I don't want to say fairly easily, but but it's pretty clear he's got more experience. He's got more um, just savvy, and 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 the he's played on some winning teams. And, and I know Sudfeld, you know, came from the the Eagles and the 49ers, so it's not like exactly like he came from bad teams, but. Uh, there's just something about Teddy Bridgewater and just the way that he's carried himself and, and survived throughout the seasons. Uh, the Lions, by the way, would be his fifth team in as many years. Uh, th- that sort of journeyman experience, I, th- I, th- I kind of think that they, they like that. So I'm with you on that. Talking with Mike Payton from A to Z Sports here. We're talking some Lions football. we got training camp going on uh, over in Allen Park. 
Um, so another thing that came up. Um, so I haven't been there yet. I, I got to throw that out there. I've been traveling with my son, but uh, it sounds like Graham Glasgow is getting some first team reps uh, in place of or alongside uh, at right guard Halapuli Vadi Vitai, and uh, that, that's taking me a little bit by surprise. I wonder what your take is on on Glasgow getting some first team reps because that that doesn't seem like what he was signed for. I'm not shocked at all, honestly. I, I, I look really? at the okay. chemistry that he's had with Taylor Decker and Frank Ragnow. They played together already. I, I think that there's you know there's something there that you can't you can't overlook that. I, I think that he can meld right back in with those guys. I mean, he came back here just you know well uh, he came back here for for the food. He also came <laughs> back here uh, to be a part of those you know the, the that group with these those two guys. I mean, I, I like the idea that if if he's depth, he can also play center if needed. But I, I just think that he's going to beat out Vitae, especially since, you know, at least Grant, while Grant didn't have the greatest year in Denver last year, at least he played, you know. And, and I it's think true. with Vitae, you're coming off with, uh, he missed the entire last season. Uh, he, he's going to have a lot of rust. I don't know, maybe he'll win that job back in the end. But in, in my 53-man depth chart projection that I put out earlier this week, I had Glasgow starting at right guard. And wow. I think it's going to stay that way. Wow. I'm not with you on that, but we'll see how that plays out. That's that's an interesting thought. I, You know what? You brought up the chemistry that he had with with Decker and Ragnow and uh, the experience that he has with, with Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach, one of the, the very best in the league. Uh, and uh, that's a very good point. I, 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 I got to give that one to you. So that's good. Um, any any rookie news that you're seeing, hearing, standing out? I know uh, they're all signed, which I think is is a very good thing. Um, we're seeing Brian Branch get a little bit of run in the in lieu of uh, CJ Gardner Johnson getting injured. Um, do you see him as sort of the, that same sort of player, or do you think he can move around and, and play different roles? You know, like if Kirby Joseph happens to go down, or you know, as Tracy Walker eases back in, as Will Harris does what Will Harris does. Um, what are you? What are your initial impressions of Brian Branch out there in in, in Allen Park? Yeah, I mean, the Lions drafted him for versatility. That was the big thing on Branch coming out of Alabama, and. I think that you're going to see that in Detroit as well. I, I think obviously, you know, he's a safety at, at heart, but he's a guy who can play nickel. He can move around. He can do a whole bunch of things. I, I think, I think you'll see him do a bunch of stuff in his rookie year. And I, I don't think he'll be limited to one thing. Um, you know, I think maybe he'll probably stay towards safety a little bit more because after CJ Gardner Johnson has what I think we all expect to be a great season, he's, probably going to get a big deal somewhere else and that's going to be branch's spot to take over at least that's the way it seems yeah i'm with um, you on that um yeah. by the way how how high did your blood pressure get when you saw the that uh cj carter johnson got carted off from practice oh uh, well i was in a we were in an editorial meeting and the news came in and i had to leave the meeting and everybody was Everybody in the meeting was cursing, and, and it's, it's about teams that they don't even cover. It's like you hate to see that. You hate to see one of those players, like any player really, but like a, a big, a big free agent signing going down with an injury, and then within a couple hours, we find out it's nothing. He's totally fine, and he he was out there moving on the field today, not practicing necessarily, but moving. 
Yeah, that was the day to day designation and everything that came out of it was was one of the, the happy moments of the week. Because I tell you what, I, I, I was eating breakfast at the time and I literally spit taked my oatmeal. I'm like, no, no, this can't be. But uh, it seems like we're good there. So uh, that, that, that leads me to another question. What player aside from Jared Goff, because obviously Jared Goff is the catalyst. And even if they bring in. Teddy Bridgewater, I think you're going to see a big, pretty big drop off from Goff to, to whoever the backup might be. Is there any other player that that they could like not lose at all? Um, you know, just completely indispensable to the team to injury. If, if you could, if you could like put him in bubble wrap and, and protect him, who would that be? Uh, his name is Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe you've heard of him, the Sun God. <laughs> that would be that would probably be my choice as well. So he's having a phenomenal camp so far. Yes, he was he was electric yesterday. Six touchdowns in the red zone drills and was catching just everything that was thrown at him. I, I think he didn't drop a single pass yesterday. And, and then, of course, he went to uh, catch 202 passes on his drugs machine after practice like he does every day. I don't know how, I don't know how he does that. I, I, I would lose count about halfway through. But, uh, yeah, no, he is, he is, he is due for a big year. He should be one of the top five, six, seven receivers in the league this year. And, uh, you know, he's the, he's the guy on that offense, especially with Jameson Williams giving an out for six games. Marvin Jones is, you know, shown that he could be reliable, but at what point in time do you worry about him being too old? Is he at that age yet? I don't know. Yeah, and, and he's, he's starting on the NFI list as well with uh, what's apparently a back injury. So that's, that's, that's a little bit concerning too, isn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown is your receiving core, essentially. So you definitely want to make sure he's healthy and ready to go. Uh, Mike Payton from A to Z Sports joining us here. Um, again, Mike, uh, I guess we got to wrap this up. We're running out of time. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the new gig. Tell people what you got working on and where they can find you. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me at A to Z sports.com slash Detroit. And uh, I will be putting all kinds of stuff up today and every day. And, and uh, we'll have all your line news for you there. So come see us. Awesome. Looking forward to uh, getting back and, and working with you in person again. That's going to be going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad to, glad to see that we've got more more Lions coverage coming from a lot more angles. It, it's it's always a good thing. I know people people like to put us off as competitors uh, amongst the Lions media sphere, but Mike, you know this. We're all pulling for the same thing. We just give different perspectives on it. You have a different perspective than me. You have a different perspective from your old employers, and I think that's fantastic. And, and it's great to hear your voice again, sir. Absolutely, man. Rising tide lifts all ships. Amen. Mike Payton, thanks for thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks. All right. Good to talk to that guy. Uh, always nice when we can get a fellow. So I live in Holland. Mike lives in Holland. Uh, it's nice to get some West Side representation in the in the Detroit media sphere. Uh, we we both wind up being over in Detroit a lot. I, he is a Detroit area native too. So uh, just good to talk with him. Let's take a little break here. When we come back. We got more of the huge show coming. This is Jeff Risen, uh, enjoying a rainy afternoon here in Grand Rapids. Hopefully, stay dry, stay dry there. Maybe we'll give you a little bit of a weather update when we get back. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network. For my friends on the DraftKings Casino app, so if you're a fan of the classic casino games like roulette, slots, and blackjack, well, look no further than the DraftKings Casino app, because you can find those games and exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. 
Plus, they've got a great deal going on for new customers who deposit at least $5 signing up with promo code HUGE. So if you do that, you'll get a match on your first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. And after that, you can start playing online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's also safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE, and you'll get a match on that first deposit of $5 or more, up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature shots, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's a funky Wednesday on The Huge Show. Jeff Risen sitting in. I'm the managing editor of the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, co-host of the Detroit Lions podcast, and producer Brett Hayes is bringing back the 70s funk today. I love it. Harkening back to my childhood days. Good stuff. Uh, joining you, uh, I am hosting for Bill today and tomorrow, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my weatherman hat here for a little bit because there's a lot of weather going on in the, in the entire state of Michigan. Uh, the National Weather Service out of Detroit has issued a spe- special weather statement uh, for those of you in the Saginaw Bay City, Freeland area. Uh, some potential uh, high winds, uh, straight line wind potential. Uh, that's good until 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, and then you are under a severe thunderstorm warning if you are pretty much anywhere in the metro Detroit area. Uh, and those storms came through here on the west side of the state earlier today, and they packed a punch. They dropped a lot of rain. There was a lot of lightning. Uh, I live in the Holland area, and it actually sort of like circumnavigated around us, 
but up in the Muskegon area and south by South Haven and, and through the, the uh, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Jackson area, it got, it got pretty bad. So uh, be smart out there. As I said in the intro, and, and I cannot stress this enough because I see this all the time, don't be the guy that tries to out-tough the, the, the windshield wipers. Like They're there for a reason. Use them. Don't be the guy that's sitting there. Oh, I can. I can look at how long I can go without wiping my windshield. You, you, th- you think the guy behind you at the stoplight is thinking, "Wow, I wish I was that dude. I wish I could last that long without wiping my windshield." Oh man, he's the guy. I'm sorry, my, my wife's about to leave me to, to go join him in the car. No, that's not the way it works. They're there for your safety. Use your bloody windshield wipers, people. You're not proving. You're not being tough. You're not. You're not impressing anyone around you that your windshield is that much dirtier than mine or that much wetter than mine. One of my pet peeves in life, man. I hate that. Turn your lights on, by the way, when you have your windshield wipers on too. Most most cars do that automatically, but some of you like me that drive an older car because I'm, I'm a sports reporter and can't afford things. Uh, you do have to turn the lights on on your own. But yeah, so be careful out there. Um, obviously, uh, just in general, uh, and again, I, I know it's a sports show, but I, I went to college to be uh, to work in weather. I have a mind degree in climatology. I'm going to use it, by golly. I paid a lot of money for that. Uh, might as well get some use out of it. Um, know, know where you need to go in case of severe weather. Um, make sure you have bla- batteries, flashlights, radio so you can so you can keep listening to the huge show while the severe weather may or may not strike when we come back we're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to talk some chicago bears football with a very good old friend of mine brian perez who you might also remember from the draft breakdown big bad huge 